Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm your host, Associate Editor Hannah Bubser. The automotive industry can provide opportunities in many ways, not the least of which includes helping people carve out a career that they can be proud of. I spoke with Arnold Gasita of Petra Automotive Products about the nonprofit Petra Cares, which helps individuals who have aged out of the foster care system become technicians. Arnold, if you wouldn't mind just starting out here with an introduction for our audience about yourself and about Petra Automotive Products. Sure. Well, my name is Arnold Gasita. I've been in the automotive industry for uh, almost, actually, this month will be 32 years. Um, so I look young, but I'm actually old. And uh, um, I've been in the business of automotive chemicals. So basically, all the chemicals, and I tell people, if you just don't think of, of bulk oil, but everything else, all the automotive chemicals your car needs uh, inside and out for the engine and to make the car look pretty, uh, you know, waxes, soap, et cetera, fuel injection, cleaning, shop supplies, parts cleaner, brake cleaners. We manufacture all of that for the automotive industry. Um, I've been in it for 32 years. Petra, the company that I own, has been around for 13 years. Uh, we are the fastest growing chemical company in the U.S., possibly the world. We manufacture for four OEMs, 360 products, and uh, about 4,300 dealerships nationwide. Awesome. Thank you for that introduction there. And today we're going to talk about a nonprofit that you started called Petra Cares. So you work with teens who have aged out of the foster care system. Um, Can you tell our audience more about this program? Sure. You know, and I'll give you a little interesting history, you know, and and uh, uh, and, I, and I only do that because I, we we know that the move to doing what we're doing for foster care uh, uh, is a God thing. So I've been heavily involved with a different charity throughout our um, existence for 13 years. In fact, in 2019, we built an orphanage in Brazil. So my idea was I was going to put this board together and Petra was going to open a charity called Petra Cares that in essence would build the orphanage somewhere around the world uh, every year. Um, so I got a board together of some phenomenal players in Houston, um, invited a, a one of the local judges uh, in Harris County to come see us. And we were all excited about the plan that we were going to do. And this judge basically slapped us around and, and turned our world upside down and changed our direction 180. And what he said is, if you want to do something that's that's really relevant to our city, our state, and our nation, it's not sexy and nobody talks about it. But if you really want to in, make an impact and change the world, this is what you need to do. And he brought to our attention foster the foster care program. Now, we, me at least, you know, I always believed foster care program was, you know, kids that for whatever reason were taken away from parents or didn't have parents and they were put in foster care until they got adopted. Um, That was kind of, you know, my foster care world and knowledge. Um, What I found out is that, you know, kids get pulled away from parents for many reasons. It could be obviously sex abuse. It could be they're in jail, drug problems. Um, It's also economic. They can't afford the kids. 
Um, so these kids are pulled away from parents. In some cases, they're put up for adoption, but they they jump from foster care homes throughout their lives until they get adopted. What we found out was if you don't get adopted by the age of 12, the chances are high you're not going to get adopted. The foster kids, on average, will move house every two years. So think about it. If you're 12, you probably came from a home when you were 10. At 12, you're in a new home. At 14, you're in a new home. At 16, you're in a new home. And then on and on and on. When they get the age of 17, 18, 19 years old and they're in high school, three things are going to happen. They're going to quit high school. They're going to quit and get a GED or they're going to graduate from high school. Regardless of those three, when they when they either quit school, graduate or get a GED, the state will come and say, hey, you're done. Foster care is over. And you have to leave the house. The state, most states will pay, if the kids qualify, they will pay for a university for them to continue their education if they qualify. Now, check this out. 90% of all foster care kids will say, no, we do not want to go to school. We want out of the program. Leave me alone. I just want to be on my own. So 90% of them will not go to university. 90% of them will say, leave me alone and they get kicked out. They're out, they're done. The state doesn't give any more money to the homes. They're an adult, they're on their own. 80% of those within three years are gonna be dead, in jail, or homeless. The life, the average life expectancy in those kids is 23 years. We didn't know that. Nobody in our board knew those statistics. We. I mean, we we were shocked to know that. And so the judge says it's not sexy, it's not pretty, but it's real. And if you want to lower, you know, if you want to lower crime, if you want to lower, um, um, you know, the, the amount of people that are in jails, if you want to change generations to come, these are the kids that we got to figure out a way to take them from either quitting school or, or, or not going to college and being on their own. And we have a very limited of time, right? Because the average lifespan is 23 and 90% of them will either die, be in jail or homeless. So with this board, you know, with God's help, we changed completely what PetroCares was going to be about. So today, PetroCares will take kids that are exiting the foster care program. Um, most of these kids will find housing for two years or so. So there's there's tons of places that will house the kids, and they and they most will give them two years to get their act together. Right, either get a job, go to school, figure this out. You got two years to live here, but you got to be doing something to stay here. Most of those kids will go out and get a job at McDonald's, etc. Blah blah blah, and again become part of this statistics. So we're working with these housing people as well as the city and the state to find foster kids that are exiting the program that want to work with their hands. And we're bringing them here to Petra, to our training facility that's now a certified facility for Lone Star College. So if you go to the Lone Star College website and, and you look at these courses to be a, a technician, our facility comes up on it. A Lone Star professor is assigned to our training facility. We're going to do three classes this year and train up to 60 kids. So we're going to take these 60 of these kids, bring them to Petra. In seven weeks, teach them how to be a level one technician. Six weeks of how to be a technician. One week of life skills, right? 
This is how I go to an interview. This is how I get along with people. This is how I'm a team player. This is how I dress, how I act. Even financially, this is how I open a bank account. This is how I manage my money. So total of seven weeks, six weeks on skills, uh, one week on life skills. So after seven weeks, they become a level one mechanic and our dealerships and our repair shops and our loop shops have agreed to hire them. So nationwide, we have a waiting list of people nationwide that says, we want this program here. So as you know, in the quick loop business, repair business, especially the dealership business, there's a, a lack of technicians. Every dealer, every quick loop, every repair shop needs technicians. Um, I think we just saw a survey, something like 51,000 technicians are needed nationwide, 51,000. So we're going to take these kids, bring them into Petra, no cost, transportation. If they're a single parent, we're going to take care of their kids. Got a certified daycare that's taking care of their kids. So we'll bring them here, pick them up, take them back, educate them free. We'll give them a toolbox as a graduation gift when they uh, graduate so that they'll have the tools they need to go work at a dealer or a quick, like, quick loop or repair shop. Um, six weeks, they'll exit the program, and they exit the program with a job with a great paying job. So most of these jobs today, these starting pays are anywhere between 48 to $65,000. So these kids that, that felt they had no purpose, um, had no parents directing them, had no love, no sense of, you know, hey, I'm gonna be able to be something, do something, buy that nice car, buy that nice, nice home, will leave our program now with a sense of purpose, not only with a sense of purpose that I am somebody and I have something, I can do something, but with an actual job. So it's not just you're going to go here, you're going to graduate and good luck and go find the job. We're going to place them and our dealers, our customers have agreed to hire them on. Um, so we're, we're excited about what PetroCares is doing. I really appreciate you bringing up all of those components there and especially the technician shortage too, because I think that plays a role in a program like this. And I'm wondering if we could talk about that a little bit more for a moment here. How do you think um, PetroCares is really helping to tackle that shortage in a unique way? So when, when the judge came to us and told us what the problem was, um, we we obviously knew the the industry problem, right? Because every customer we go see, you know, whether it's a dealership or a quick little repair shop, that's their main problem is we don't have technicians, right? We got cars out the, out the door. We don't have enough people to do the service. So we knew because this is our industry, our customers, the people that we sell to, we knew what, that there was a problem. We knew there was a problem before we opened PetroCares. So when the judge comes in and tells us, you know, here's the problem, we kind of married the two. We said, okay, wait a minute. So we can take these kids that really don't know what to do with their lives never have been instructed in any way, if they like to use their hands, get a little dirty, we can bring them into Petra, pay for the entire thing, and our customers who are in need of this type of people are going to hire them and do it. So we talked to our customers. Before we opened Petra Carriers, we talked to our customers and said, hey, if we did this program and brought these foster care kids in, would you guys be willing to hire them? Every single one said yes. Every single one, I mean, no hesitation, we'll hire all 60. We have people that will tell us they'll hire all 60, right? We want to spread it a little bit to everybody gets a little bit of, of people. But this is starting in Houston. We have a waiting list right now to start PetroCares in Hawaii, in Los Angeles, in Arkansas. We have people ready to open PetroCares in those states, do the same thing we're doing, and the and the dealerships, quick loops and repair shops in those places 
ready to hire them because they need it. So we knew the customer need before we opened Petra Cares. We found a solution to teach kids something quickly that they can immediately have a job and start getting a paycheck and feel good about about themselves. Um, so you know, it just it was a good it was good marriage between the need uh, of both people, the foster kids and 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 our customers. And you spoke about the training and kind of how the program works in practice. And I wanted to ask more about how these candidates are identified. I know you mentioned you're finding people who want to be doing this hands-on work. Um, how else are you you finding the the right people for this program? And how are you getting so, word out about it? Yeah, so we have an executive director who's in charge of Petra Cares who has gone out to visit the housing facilities, right? So when these kids exit the program, they're kicked out of the homes, and typically they'll end up in a housing project. As an example, in Houston, they could end up in in Hope Center, or they can end up in in um, um, Hope, you know, whatever, or or the Tejano Center. And these are actually like you know little apartments that they put these kids in, and then the kids have a little criteria that they have to meet to stay there. Like you got to get a job, you got to pay two hundred dollars a month, whatever the case may be. So the judge contacted us with with the CPS service who put us in contact with all these people that are housing the foster kids. And they have allowed us to come in and make pitches, talk to kids and explain to them the program that they can go through. Now the kids have an application to go through. It's a very short application because we are a certified facility from Lone Star College. And this is a certified college course being taught at Petra. They're, they have to apply at Lone Star, and then a, and there's a small application for us as well. We're just asking things like, do you mind working in the heat? Do you like working with your hands, right? Because if you don't like that, there's no reason for you to go through this course. Um, and, and so that's how we're getting students. We're going to the housing facilities, making a prison, prison, presentation and, and telling them um, what the course is like, and the opportunity if they succeed and pass the course and how we're going to find them and place, a, you know, find a place for them to work after they they graduate. And it's been a great success. It's not only been a great success for Petra in the mechanic world, but I'll give you a little insight that next year um, we plan to expand this beyond automotive. So one of the things that we found is um, nobody does a program like this. So we are actually going to use a, a building, a community center behind our facility and use their uh, classrooms. And we're going to open this up to dental assistant, medical assistant, other things, non-automotive, where more kids can qualify, right? Uh, and we, we may have, our plan is by the end of next year, we'll have two or three different courses going on where we're taking foster kids in six, seven, eight weeks, teaching them a trade and place them in a job and giving them a purpose. I'm really glad you mentioned kind of your your outlook for the future here because I wanted to ask about what your long-term goals are with Petra Cares. And I, I know you got into that a little bit with the last question there, but what else do you see for the future of this program? Well, dealerships, you know, now that we've started this program, the dealers are calling us up and kind of telling us all that they need. Um, service advisors is next. So we think we're going to do a service advisor class. So people that maybe have a selling skill or, or can communicate with customers, we want to have a service advisor training class. So again, through Lone Star College, um, and, I, and I keep saying that through Lone Star College because when they go through our course, 
um, that's certified, they can continue their education at Lone Star College um, and even uh, transfer to university. So it qualifies them to continue on if they wish to do that. So we're going to um, we're going to expand it for our industry, pilot technician and service advisor. But then we're also going to open it up a little bit more, and we're going to look into um, medical fields. So things that they can quickly learn, office help, clerical, dental assistant, medical assistant, that we can do a quick, you know, has, it has to be quick, right? We're not going to have their attention span for long. So we want to expand into things outside the automotive industry. You know, although Petra, um, you know, we're a chemical company selling to the automotive, uh, you know, industry, Petra Cares was never about Petra, right? Mm -hmm. Petra Cares is about helping the kids. We want to change lives. We want to change generations to come. We want to break this cycle of jail, dead, or homeless. Um, we want to make an impact in our city. It takes about $5,000 or so to educate these kids. For $5,000, we can change the lives of people, give them a purpose, and change the generations to come. Um, so it's not about automotive and it's not about Petra. It's about changing lives. And so we 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 think in, you know, again, service advisor for the automotive world, obviously, but we want to expand beyond that. And I'm I like that you mentioned the connection there of having the ability to continue the education if they would like, or you know, however they kind of want to navigate this program and ending up with a job or, or with more of an education, whatever it is they want to do, it sounds like this is really setting them up to have that support and that success into the future. Um, is there anything else about sort of the the impact of this program that you think is worth mentioning? Maybe something that you've heard from people involved in the program or on the Petra side? Um, what's really making the the mark? No, nobody's ever heard of this. Uh, everywhere we go, nobody's ever heard of it. Everybody. Listen, we we have had, thanks to God, an incredible amount of support when people hear what we're doing. Um, you know, the judge would always make that comment. This isn't sexy, but it's real. And if you want to impact, this is what it is. Um, I don't know if it's not sexy, because I'll tell you what, when we talk to people about it, they're touched. Um, and when they hear the statistics that nobody knows, and I don't know why in the world we don't talk about this, you got... You got young, innocent lives that nobody has loved them. Um, they've been in a system that, that, that moves them in and out. If, if somebody would just take these kids and love them a little bit and mentor them a little bit and show them that there is a better path, man, we would change the world. Listen, it's six, I think it's 300 kids in the city of Houston a year, a year. Okay. So think about it, you know, 3,010 years. You're telling me that all the businesses in the fourth largest city in the nation cannot come up with a program to fix 300? And every major city out there, Los Angeles, Miami, whatever it is, that we can all get together and figure out a way to take these 300, 400, 500 kids and show them that there is a quick, easy path. They're all thinking university four or five years. I don't want to do that. But if we take them and show them that in seven, eight, nine weeks, we can take you and teach you a trade, air conditioning, plumbing, uh, dental assistant, technician, service advisor, and change your world around. I mean, we can do this. We can knock this out. 
I really appreciate this conversation today and just you walking through all of the work that you're doing. Um, if people want to learn more about Petra Cares or if businesses or individuals want to give to Petra Cares, where can they get more information about this? So Petra-Cares.org, Petra-Cares.org. You can go on that website, find out all about it, see what we're doing. Um, and there is a button there for donate. We we would love you to donate and be part of it. That also will trigger you getting newsletters and updates on everything that's going on with the Petrocares organization. We would love people to go to it, learn about it and give to it as well. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. For more content, visit nolan.net and follow Nolan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you never miss another. Subscribe to the Nolan Podcast wherever you listen. I'm Associate Editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more next time.